guys, welcome. 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 Come in. Four tiny crystals. Steph, could you describe your newest acquisition? Sure, sure. To give you guys a little bit of scope, I got a, a three three main quartz on the on the around the dais altar we got the uh rose quartz for creativity we got amethyst also for creativity and protection we got a good old regular crystal in a globe shape i love it that i've made a platform out of a washer i was wondering yeah i made that myself out of a washer just have a bunch of washers you really never know when they're going to come in handy and then my my latest edition um was sold to me on the street one day it is a solid onyx skull, it's and gorgeous. I mean, there's a bunch of reasons why I got it, but the main reason is that it's cool looking. Well, and it has a lot of um, very enchanting properties based on the little blurb that uh, I don't know, this. It came with. Solid onyx. Ugh, I hated that. <laughs> is Ugh. it because I'm wrapping on a skull? You're wrapping your bones onto a rock. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it didn't, like, hurt ooh, me or anything. Ooh, I wish you could undo that. So you don't uh, want me to do it again? No, please. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just, like, what is it? Is it misophonia when people, like, get furious yeah, and angry I think so. of other people eating? I have that with that. Sorry. Uh, I, there's no way I could have known. No, me neither. I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. You learn something new every don't, day. Don't knock on a rock. <laughs> With your bones, Robin's not gonna like it. It's even worse if if the bone, if the rock is shaped like a bone. My grandma had a cadaver bone in her finger, and it always looked a little bit darker than the rest of her finger. Yeah, because it it is. There was like a piece of like, like a stick in that part of her finger that like you could see through her, her thin old woman skin. I mean, yeah, because that bone. I mean, yeah. I mean, you do also know that my mom has cadaver bones in her face, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because a, a drunk man hit her on her bicycle Jesus when she was a child. Christ. So don't drink and drive or else I will hurt you myself. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, um, cool, your, cool, cool. How was your week? What's new? How was your, uh, your fourth? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happened, uh... Yeah, you know what? You know I always have a small town fourth. Yeah. I just go back to our our home that we grew up in. I go to the beach. I have myself a a nice lob roll. And I just I just I just take a twizzler and I go on down to the little town fireworks. Mm -hmm. And I hang out. I'm surprised you didn't see my mom my men then. It was slammed. Really? It was slammed. It was slammed from like bleachers on this yonder side to mm-hmm. the high school oh shit it was slammed i know well how yeah. about you what'd you do um i had some people to my apartment uh which you know the yard at my house is well now it's a little better because yes. uh, my parents helped me install a beautiful tent it's so good prior to the tent it was a little bit in shambles although I did hang up that flag I got when I was on vacation that said lobster. Lobster? Yeah. yeah. That's good. So that was really the crown jewel <laughs> that day. <laughs> and then uh, played some, some flip cup yeah. and some beer pong. That's right. And then uh, Sasha and Ryan helped us grill. It was great. And then we went and we watched the fireworks on our friend Allison's roof, and it was great. Let me say, every time, like around this time of year... When I'm in the car and I just like see a firework, mm-hmm. I I say like as I'm just like a firework. Yeah, I become a <laughs> like child. a moron. Per- yeah, like 
Like a child, yeah. yeah. So like a moron, but I just like, like a child. I'll do like the really dumb thing where I'm just like <gasps> Yes. Like I just cheer I just clap for it. Yeah, and like, I just I'm happy for it. I look into this black sky waiting for more for like ten minutes. I and know. I'm like, if I just keep looking, there will be some more. There's part of me that feels like fireworks are the only good thing one can experience. And I know yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. true. I mean, but, but it it's feels the like, pinnacle. It, yes, it feels like the height of the human experience is to be close to a firework and mm-hmm. get to experience it. Yeah. Like, What's your you favorite sort? Oh, my favorite sort, hands down, is the, the weeping willow type that crackles as it dissipates. That's a dissipates. real popular one. What's yours? Mine is just the regular type. Because as I've grown older, I've realized that they explode to like one size mm-hmm. and then from there they get even bigger have, <laughs> and i can't yeah. describe what i mean More by that i know it seems like they just keep getting bigger throughout no i'm convinced that they reach a threshold stop for a moment and then get bigger I or i'm 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 getting older maybe I'm losing it. you're experiencing a delay between the sound and the well, for delay. sure, there's a delay. I mean, but maybe you're, like, really feeling it. Yeah, my mind is slipping. I don't know. Um, I do love, more than anything, the, like, the silence around, like, a boom oh, of a yes. firework. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I do worry about all the animals in the whole world when it happens. Of course. Oh, speaking of, God damn it, you guys, my cat. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. I don't know what to do. Uh, I mean, none of us do. I took my little baby girl to the vet, and guys, she has an enlarged heart. It's going to be okay. Fine. It's no, going to be okay. She's fine, but I do have to squirt medicine into her mouth for like twice a day. Forever. Basically forever and yeah. ever for the rest of her life. How many of you guys out there have actually brought your cat to a cat cardiologist, though? Because I feel like everybody's cat's got something Right. You know, you'd be hard-pressed to find a perfectly healthy cat. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Come on. I'm just, I'm so, so relieved that the adoption place is covering the yeah. cost because it's fucking insane. Oh, did I tell you that I'm pretty sure I'm getting denied cat insurance? They emailed me back and they were like, we're going to need her full medical <gasps> records. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm fucked. They cannot deny you insurance for a pre-existing condition. condition. That is not okay. I think they can. Oh, my God. I know. I'm waiting to hear back from them. I'm pretty sure, dude. I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, no, you obviously just discovered that, like, you have a lot of expensive things coming up for your cat. I, okay, I'm going to admit right now that I have no idea how insurance works, and isn't that the point? That you get it, like... You would think so. I guess they're just banking on everybody getting it no matter what, like, when things are fine, in case things get bad. Which, sure... Yeah, I guess it makes sense, and it's a good way for insurance companies to make money is to be like, you have to buy it when you get a new pet, because who knows? Right. But, like, why would I ever pay $50 a month for cat insurance on a healthy-ass cat? I mean, like, samesies for people, but then you just can't take the old risk. It's fucking annoying. I know, I know. Ugh. Anyway, my Universal health care for cats. Baby. Yeah. Universal. Oh, God damn it. She's fine. I do have to squirt medicine into her little craw. She's going to be the best. She'll be fine. It does make her weak, which is (laughs) going to be sad, but also cute. Baby. Um, She's going to be fine. You know, this might be a 
the best time of all to get a little baby Bjorn and baby Bjorn her around town in it. Oh my god, yeah. She can't really fight back. No, she can't. My baby. Oh my god, guys. Take care of your cats. Take care of your cats. Just go ahead and buy cat insurance right now. And, you know, uh, just... I don't know. Get maybe get your cat a full checkup before you adopt her. I'm not saying I mm-hmm. wouldn't have adopted her, but I'm saying it would have been nice to know. Yeah, why not? I know uh, the ASPCA does a full checkup before you adopt. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty sure, and they paid for Blue's medical medical stuff for a whole year, I think. And that's nice. Yeah, and well, he was well, he was a tiny, tiny a baby. Child of the street. He was well, he was six weeks old, so they were like, guaranteed, probably nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. But he's a, and and he was magic when you got and him. And his name so, was magic, so you know that's another thing. Well, Heidi, which is maybe his Ugh. other name, the name of like a, a Viking name. orphan. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it is. <laughs> Why? Uh, what is that book, Heidi? That I obviously don't know the plot of. I know what you're talking about. I don't think it's a, a Viking. Is she just like a mountain Switzerland person? Yeah, I believe mm. so. Yeah. Okay. All the same. Whatever. Anyway, um, braids, so braids. that's what's new with me. Sweet. Um, so I do see that you have like quite a packet put together today. I have a packet. I don't know. I know that like technically it's your turn. So you know, why don't you just why don't you just go for Should it? Should I just dive in? Just dive right and in. And by dive in, oh wait, did we say that? The, welcome to that's the spirit, everyone. I actually just think that we were like. Welcome, hi, we welcome to the podcast. Hi. Welcome. And then maybe we never said the name of the show. Welcome to That's the Spirit. Yeah. The for those of you who have like. Spooks, haunts, ghosts, ghouls, bumps in the night. Stuff skeletons. Like cats. Squelettes. Squelettes. Cats. Rastles. Mm-hmm. Candles. Uh, oh, so seltzer? many other things. Yeah. Oh, seltzer. Today's podcast is brought to you by. Pomplamousse. Pomplamousse. LaCroix. LaCroix. Whatever. How you pronounce it. I think it's bottled in Michigan. I'm pretty sure it's just LaCroix. I don't even know. Anyway, um, hit me with some knowledge. Well. And I swear to God, if you humiliate me like. I <laughs> won't, dude. With revolution. I'll try not to. I'll <laughs> no, switch up some words. Fault. It's my own fault. If I don't understand something, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'll like pretend like I don't know what year the War of 1812 was in for you. Come on. When was it? I'm anyway. I'm just not going to tell you anytime I'm confused from now on. I want you to tell me. No. This is a place that you can... A- okay. You know what? We're just going to go into this. Get into it. So I've been trying to get to the ocean as much as I can in the sure. last like month. And it's because I love it. It's because it makes me feel like singing a sea shanty. Yeah. I love to see a crab. I like Mm -hmm. to look at a periwinkle thing. A shell. I, oh my God, a shell, a sea glass, which Mm -hmm. you can't really find anymore because good, no pollution, but sea glass is great. So that's kind of sad. I also kind of feel like maybe just allow a little bit of glass. Next time you go to the beach, you know what? Take a bottle, shatter it, maybe bury it a little, and just some some lucky child will find it. Glass is, it is sand in the end. Well, you're not wrong. So just, like, that's okay. Bring BYOB, and then when you're done drinking your root beer or whatever, just smash it on a rock, and if anybody is like, hey, what'd you do that for? Be like, there's not enough sea glass. I'm making sea glass, yeah. Make sure that there's no, like, sea turtles or anything nearby, but other than that, you should be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Ooh, I saw a horseshoe crab. I was just thinking about one. 
Mm-hmm. I love oh, a horseshoe I love crab. I put him like friend. I like hit him because there were seagulls nearby, and I was like, "Not to d- get behind me, Satan! You're not getting this horseshoe." I fucking hate gulls. Yeah, you know that I had a real experience with one on vacation. With, yes, not one with, with a, like a with horde a pack of, them. of them. That's one. I swear to God, dude, one swooped on me. You do know that one time Patrick convinced me to put a bunch of lemon like lemon juice in my hair, and then a seagull attacked me at the beach. <laughs> He was like, it'll highlight it. It Not only did it not highlight it, but I was uncomfortable and a seagull attacked my head. <laughs> so Two worst things to, yeah. to be in. It was happen. not even just lemon juice. I cut a lemon in half with my nails in the car Jesus. ride and just like sli- slided it on my hair. Imagine if it had worked though and then you just had like insanely yeah. choppy highlights. <laughs> just like oh. yellow, brassy. Ugh. Anyway. Should never trust Patrick um, ever again. So go on. So because I'm just like, it's beachy, it's July. Yeah. I decided to do haunted beaches and bodies of water. Oh my god. And I have a million of them. (gasps) I love these series. I love them. It's a a mini theme, and I'm going to slam through it. Please. I'm going to get through as many as I can. fucking love it. Because the the last one is a doozy. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, the first one, I'm going to start with beaches. Okay. Higby Beach, Cape May, New Jersey. 1879. Thomas Higby died and was buried at his request in a marble tomb by his (gasps) hotel, The Hermitage. Nice. Why would you name your hotel the Hermitage? I mean. On Higby Beach overlooking Delaware Bay. But when his heir died in 1937, she requested that he be buried next to her in the Cold Springs Presbyterian Cemetery in Cape May. Yikes. Guess what? Guess what's like a number one thing that we've always told you guys? You don't dig up a Do not disinter people. Yeah. Ever since, there have been stories of a ghostly man in a long coat wandering Higby Beach, sometimes walking. A large black dog. <gasps> you know I love it. I love I know. it. I'm afraid of a Imagine, like, if a black dog ghost was already there and they made friends, and it's like, you can Aww. be, like, my master. I, 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 will, will, like I will be your that, dog. I, okay, I like him now. One particularly creepy sighting from the area was rec- recounted in the book Cape May Ghost Stories. A woman claimed not to have any paranormal leanings at all. Okay. And explained that when she, what she saw when she visited the dunes, uh... Changed her mind completely. Oh, shit. So, this is from the Courier Post. She said he looked right toward her, the ghost, but more so through her, Mm-mm. as if unaware of her presence. No. As the sun rose, she could see that his color was odd, a pale gray, almost glowing. Now, this is kind of, this is a, I think, kind of a trope or something that people say of beach ghosts in general. Because remember the gray man? Yeah. He was a beach yeah. ghost of Palsy Island. That's a gray man. They call him the gray man. Interesting. Yes. Why do you think that is? Um, I have a theory, but it's attached to another ghost. Okay. Um, almost glowing. She moved closer and noticed details of his dress. Pants that were too short. Tattered, the cuffs, a sash instead of a belt. Oh, I'm very sorry. Dirty I didn't realize that t-shirt. she was tan France over here. Yeah, honestly, she should not be so judgy. <laughs> the woman heard a whispering or giggling sound coming from the same area in which the man was standing, which she thought the man had heard too because he turned and started to, as she put it, coast or <gasps> glide Fuck. up the hill. No! When the woman pursued the ghost over the hill, which is the bravest woman in the world. Yeah, I'm sorry. She, she went saw for it? no footprints. 
And guess what? It's a sandhill. So you would. And that's when Jesus was carrying and him. Jesus was carrying him. He was exactly. gliding him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on footprints. <laughs> Looking down the beach, the ghost... <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm thinking about footprints. I know. It's really, really... <laughs> oh, God, I can't. Uh, the ghost reappeared. Glided into the ocean and disappeared oh, underwater. Fucking boss move. Yes, the area of the legend is now owned by the state of New Jersey and is known as the Higby Beach Wildlife Management Area. <laughs> Great, cool name. Hot spot for birders at Audubon <laughs> Society, I'm sure. Wonderful. Also popular among nude sunbathers. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. You're giving your ghost boy a little. As of 1999, though, it, that's, that's banned. You uh, cannot be naked on the beach. Whatever. Um, haunted or hoax? We cannot say. Mm. We cannot say. But Cape May is also filled with other ghosts. Something amazing that I found out is that I guess like old gravestones that they just find around have been used as fireplace decorations <gasps> in homes. No, that's a bad idea. And the and the original Cape May graveyard in the Town Bank area was washed into the sea by rising water levels. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'll... With that many people just taken out to sea from their final resting place, I mean, guaranteed haunted I mean, not only is, like, the island... Uh, is it an island? It's a cape. Mm-hmm. Not only is the land haunted, but, like, the waters must be haunted as Yes, the waters have got to be. The tide itself is haunted. Yeah. Yeah, the waves are haunted them them themselves. <laughs> Can you believe the just like seeing like bones like wash to like, and fro? The, yeah, that was supposed to be the sound of water <laughs> rushing through rocks. Yeah, but I bones love that. Instead. I love that. Ooh, sea bones like a new kind of sea glass. Sea I'm into it. A, I'm into it. A good word. Sea bones. Yeah, it's like sea legs only. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. When you're trying to get horny at sea. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's me and Pakoy. <laughs> So, my next one. Ready? Yes. Manzanita Beach, Oregon. In the 16th century, Spanish sailors were supposed, supposedly shipwrecked on this beach. It's about 50 miles south of Cannon Beach on the Oregon coast. I love Oregon. I've never been there. You would fucking love it, dude. I know I would love it. I would love to go. You know, I'm going to Maine, which is like the East Oregon. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait. I can't believe I said Maine is the East Oregon, but it is, People right? Prob- somebody else probably has said that before. Sort of. Sort of. They're similar. Yeah. So, these Spaniards carried a chest of Spanish gold. <gasps> a treasure Yes. Up, oh man, Niakani Mountain to bury it. Rumor has it that the sailors murdered a man and buried the body with the treasure to try to stop wow. others from stealing it. Teddy. So they'd be like, oh, no, this is just a dead man's grave. Dead man's treasure grave? here. No, just dead, dead man's dead grave here. is like a little bit did redundant, you, but. Uh, and I don't mean to interrupt, but did you ever hear about the guy who, like, when he died, left clues to his hidden treasure, uh, like, in some very treacherous, like, he left, like, a riddle clue. No. And it, like, alludes to it being in some, like, treacherous mountain path, and, like, seven people have died while <gasps> doing this man's, like, buried treasure that he Oh, my left. God. I'll send you the article. It's fascinating. Wow, I'm gonna try. Yeah. No, no. I shouldn't You'll try. Perish. I surely will perish. Well, I would like to die that way. Yeah, anyway. it'd be fun to die on a treasure hunt. I'd like to dry, die on a roller coaster. 
Keep going. You sure? <laughs> not in a lot way. of beheadings. Like no, okay. not that way. From I would like to die from a exhil- so exhilaration. Let's see. Some people say that more than one person was killed by the sailors, but they don't know the exact number. Yeah. And that their ghosts still haunt the trails. Down on the beach, piles of stones are often found in the sand, seemingly built up overnight, but no one has ever seen who or what makes them. And this article goes, creepy. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, creepy. Um, Yes, mysterious, mysterious. Uh, Are you ready? I want to find that treasure, yeah. Let's, Let's, like... Okay, next episode, I'm going to do a legendary treasure. Okay. You can you can count on that. All right. I trust you. Here's some Bermuda ghosts. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. Captain George Dew, <laughs> the musical pirate. Oh, fuck me up, George. It's a real-life pirate of the Caribbean, Captain George Dew. He spent his youth doing very bad things, looting, pillaging, smuggling, carousing, probably probably raping a little. I don't like it. In 1699, when he built his home in St. George's Parish, he renounced his wicked ways and became a totally regular dude. A little too late, dude. A regular old island citizen. Now the building is a bed and breakfast, and people say you can hear the captain's ghost playing a gentle harpsichord. (laughs) Real, like... Real, like, 180 this guy took. Real 180, and I don't think, you, no matter how, how you can never it atone. sounded, I think I would be like, I still don't like it. Yeah, you can never atone for that. Yeah. Fuck you, George Dew. Ugh. Laura Cox, the irate gardener. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like a, a, a strong, sassy woman. 15 acres of woodland gardens and citrus orchards in Devonshire Parish. A 200-year-old house on Orange Valley Road. This is where she lived. Her ghost... Laura Cox's ghost. It was a former resident who died in 1861. Dang. An avid horticulturist. Mm. Cox reportedly points angrily at the spot <gasps> where her beloved flower garden used to be. No! That's just what she does. She's just, like, <laughs> Has frowning. Has anybody tried, like, restoring it to its former glory? Uh, I guess, I mean, one of her descendants, John Cox, is the current owner. He should really go for he it. He should try. He should try. That's, Not everybody really can funny. grow a garden. <laughs> I love a frowning point. Now, this is kind of... An awesome one. Okay. Old Morgan, the cloudy captain. Oh. You may hear locals refer to Old Morgan when a long, low-lying rain cloud <gasps> periodically hangs over Bermuda in the summertime. The superstition is that the rain cloud isn't a rain cloud at all. It's the seasonal spirit of a certain whaleboat captain by the name of Morgan. So, yeah, ghosts can be a rectangle. A ghost can be ghost anything. Ghost can be a hang. Ghost could be a seasonal rain cloud. Wow. Yep. Shocking. Smugglers ransacked wow. Morgan's boat in 1775, and he won't rest until the criminal's descendants are brought oh to justice. You guys should come forward. I mean, Criminals how are they supposed to know? They're probably well-to-do and don't know where their family <laughs> money came from. Well, if you, if that fits your description, I would like for you to text me and, and yeah. hang out with me and take me maybe on a oh date. Oh, my God, yeah. I would also love that. <laughs> George the Ghost, the Fort St. Catherine Ghoul. Fort St. <laughs> Catherine, constructed all the way back in 1614, is the oldest and largest fort on Bermuda. With all that history, you'd think there'd be at least one or two ghosts residing within its walls. You'd be right. Oh, my God. So an apparition known as George mm-hmm. <laughs> has been Classic frequently seen name. and heard in the lower chambers of this fort. He was apparently a nuisance 
that some Bermudians got fed up with and performed an exorcism on Ooh. in um, the 1970s. Pretty recently. Yes, it doesn't seem to have worked. Visitors still report hearing chanting. Oh, so fuck. all George does is chant in Great. the lower chambers. Nice. Last one of Bermuda ghosts, Hugh Gray, the spirit of the beach. Stop it. The spirit of the beach. If you were a Bermudian ghost, where would you spend your time hunting? I mean, you gotta go to the beach. The beach, of course. The ghost of Hugh Gray is said to stalk the coastline near the, again, Gray. Yeah. Gray. And it's just this guy's name this time. (laughs) He's not a carefree spirit, however. He's not loosey-goosey. No. The hotelier met a grisly end in the 1920s when he was discovered deceased at the foot of the staircase in his cottage. Oh, that sucks. Pushed. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. The least he can relax on a beautiful sandy yeah, beach why, for all why time. Not? Ready for my last beach, but then yeah. we're also going to get into bodies of water. Yes, please. Changi Beach in Singapore. During This is very sad. Oh, no. I also don't know if it's Changi or Kangi. I don't know. During Japan's occupation of Singapore during World War II in 1942, tens of thousands of Chinese men who were suspected of having anti-Japanese sentiments were forced into the waters at this oh, beach. Oh, God. And machine gunned in this. <gasps> oh, my God. It is said that the ghosts of these executed men remain trapped on the shore, reliving their final moments, just crying and oh, screaming. That's the worst thing. Yes. But you know what? Again... As we've talked about before on the pod, is it the men living through that, or is it like a weird energy imprint? Yeah. Like I don't think uh, that. I hope it's just like residual energy. Like, I think maybe based on what we've talked about, I feel like there are instances when like an event is so yes. intensely traumatic that it can replay over and over again. Yeah. Because of the energy it could. Yeah. Be, you know. I like. I prefer that to people being like trapped in their own last yeah, out. I don't like, think they're stuck life. in like a purgatory of suffering. <sighs> I mean like what even is this world if that can happen? I don't want to get no. into it. Are you ready for some haunted bodies of water? Oh, please. So you I thought the wait. beach wasn't safe? You just go in the ocean for a swim? <laughs> you ain't safe there either. <laughs> you ain't safe nowhere. <laughs> Devil's Pool, Australia. Ooh. Devil's Pool is a natural pool created by surrounding boulders and a waterfall that feeds it. Oh, that sounds lovely. As beautiful as it is, it's cursed as hell. Oh, no. Come on. There's a legend that Ulana, an aboriginal woman, drowned herself in the pool after being separated from her true love. Still searching for him to this day, she lures young men to their death in the green (gasps) waters. Get it, girl. In the last 50 years, 16 young men have died in the pool. Oh, fuck. Yes. That's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Menchak Swamp. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say Men, it either. Menchak Swamp. Menchak Swamp. Menchak Swamp. Menchak uh, Swamp. Thanks. According to local legend, Julia Brown, practicing voodoo priestess, Ooh. used to sit on her front porch. Oh, I remember why I included this. I thought you would love this. I already love her because she's a brown. She would sit on her front porch, yep, and sing... One day I'm gonna die and I'm gonna take all of you with me. Oh, that's my I mean, I just girl. made up the tune, wow. but one day I'm gonna die and I'm gonna take I all of you with me. I love that. It may even be a song that exists. I don't know. But I didn't look it up. I'm super into that. Um, the curse turned out to be true. On the day of Brown's funeral in 1914, a Category 4 hurricane <gasps> tore through the area, causing hundreds of drownings. Wow. 
Wow. Yes. Yes. To this day, people say that Brown can be heard cackling on the shores of the swamp. (gasps) Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Lower Yellowstone Falls. Oh, I, yep. I was, I was waiting for this one. Wyoming. In 1870, a group of Native Americans stole pack horses from a group of five militiamen and their guide during the night near the area that's known as Lower Yellowstone Falls in Wyoming. When they woke up, the militiamen gave chase and caught up with the Native Americans as they were attempting to cross the treacherous falls. Oh, my God. During the fighting, the Native Americans' makeshift raft sank, (gasps) and they were swept over the falls and drowned. Today, some who stand on the platform at the falls swear they hear the death chant of the brave warriors, and the river water is said to turn red on occasion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, at this article, at this juncture, it says, discover the real meaning behind omens and urban legends. And I'm like, no, let me believe that there's no, that the meaning is what the, what it is. Did you think I was going to talk about the guy who went I in? I did think that and, we were going to talk about the man whose skin fell off. Yeah, his skin fell off. I haven't heard that he's time. a ghost. I just know those terrible. No, he's for sure dead. But what a uh, what body water is that in? That was in the uh, hot spring. The hot I spring. What it's called? I forget yeah, too. Guys, guys, don't dive into a boiling water no. hot spring. If your dog goes in, oh, leave it. Don't go in. I'm sorry, it. but you gotta leave it. You gotta leave you it. You gotta leave. You're it. not gonna survive. Truck Lagoon, Micronesia. Hmm. If it's shipwrecks that move your spine to tingling... And it is. Then look no further than Truck Lagoon in Micronesia. <laughs> That's where the wreckage of 40 Japanese ships oh, and 25 American aircrafts that went Wait, down in the waters lay. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. They went down during Operation Hailstone, which I will admittedly... I, I mean, I... What is Tried. It? I tried to understand what Operation Hailstone is. But it turns out when you, like, look up an operation... You think it's going to be, like, just a simple explanation? No. So complicated. So complicated. I mean, I've tried to look up Blackwater a few times. Yes. That's kind of how it's gone. I've been like, that's too much information. Yes. Or it's all very um, technical. What's that thing that I constantly look up? Uh, Oh, the mind control thing? Yeah. My favorite one was um, Operation Midnight Climax. Which was when they would, uh, oh my god, I can't remember what it is, but like, they gave uh, sex workers LSD, and they would feed it to their johns, and then like, there would be like a a two, like a a one-way mirror type situation where they would be observed. And they called it Operation Midnight Climax. Yeah, not very, not very subtle there. No, it starts with an M, and I can't remember what it is. Oh my god, it's like it's like secret secret CIA people. MK Ultra. Okay. There yeah, we go. Yeah, that's what I was talking about with the mind control stuff. Yeah, but I couldn't remember what MK Ultra was. Oh, I couldn't remember the name either. Yeah, did you watch Wormwood? No. Oh no. Is that about MK, MK Ultra? It's about like exactly what you're talking about. Oh my god. You should watch it. Well, okay, there goes the play I was gonna write about it. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> you can still do it. I guess I could. Anyway, oh yeah, what I was saying was Truck Lagoon of Micronesia. Um, yeah, it was a World War II battle that every, it sounds like everybody lost it. Yeah. Um, the underwater scene is described as a massive ship graveyard. Wow. You should look up photos of the wreckage because it's insane. I wonder why there are so many right there. I um, couldn't tell you. We're going to have to get back to that because okay. 
I think just like it was a really insane battle. Wow. And a bunch of stuff sank. I don't know. Um, like so many lives were lost in that battle alone. I can't even. Dang. I can't even think about it. White Rock Lake, Texas. Nice. They say Dallas is White Rock. That's hard. White Rock Lake. White Rock. Because you want to say Red Rock Lake. Red Rock Lake. White Rock Lake. That's really hard. White Rock Lake is haunted by a young woman wearing a soaking wet evening dress. Girl. Apparently, the girl tells people she was involved in a boating accident and oh, needs to no. get to an address on Gaston Avenue. When she gets in the car's back seat, she disappears. Classic Kitchen. I love that. I know, I know. Oh, poor baby. Um, Then there's another, like, thirst trap. Don't miss these urban legends that turn out to be true. (laughs) Stop flirting with me, article. Can't believe you missed them. Yeah. um, I'm just going to mention it. Loch Ness. We don't, no explanation needed. (laughs) I'm not even going to, no. That's it. Loch Ness. Scotland. Done. Scotland. For those of you who don't know. It's done. Now, the grand finale. And I want to say that I'm not going to do this justice. So I'm just going to talk about it a little bit and get a little excited, and I'm going to let it go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it go. The Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> a triangle, the witch use of all shapes. <laughs> Except for a rectangle. Except for a rectangle, which is a ghost. Guys, if you don't know, the Bermuda Triangle is between Bermuda, Miami, in Puerto Rico, those are like the points on the triangle. So many places that I like. Countless airplanes and ships have dared to enter the 500,000 square mile perimeter in perfectly good weather and not the slightest hint of engine malfunction, only to disappear forever. Also called the Devil's Triangle. Dude. I know. So, triangle writers, which I discovered was a term. <laughs> Have used a number of supernatural concepts to explain these events. Please tell me that. There are also some like perfectly normal concepts, but we're just going to talk about these. Yeah. I also, for the record, I'm actually not convinced of the Bermuda Triangle. Interesting. But I'll tell you what people think. All right. One explanation pins the blame on leftover technology from the mythical lost continent of Atlantis. Atlantis, dude. Sometimes connected to the Atlantis story, okay, submerged rock formation known as Bimini Road mm-hmm. off the island of Bimini in the Bahamas, where which is in the triangle by some definitions. Yeah. Followers of the reported psychic Edgar Casey or Case, who we gotta look up. Yeah. Take his prediction, I guess he predicted a lot of stuff, this Ed guy. That evidence of Atlantis would be found in 1968. Okay. Bimini Road was discovered in 1968. Fuck. Believers describe the formation as a road, wall, or other structure, but is of natural origin, which makes me think, and which I do think, maybe, if I decide to believe in the, tr- in the Bermuda Triangle, ley lines... Oh, you fucking love ley lines. All comes dude. back to ley lines. You I, hear natural road, mm-hmm. natural bridge, yeah. natural pathway, ley line. I'll tell you, I have seen photos of this thing they're just that you're describing. It's awesome. It's really cool. It's very, very it's cool. Beautiful. And you almost and are it like is Atlantis hard to is real. Tell if it's like it, it could be man-made, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's just kind of like you know Giant's Causeway. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I think it's one of those 
crazy natural rock phenomenons. Right. But I think that like even the most, what people did was build roads and pathways and, um, like cities and stuff around naturally occurring Mm -hmm. easy things like that. So, you know, maybe it was naturally made, but man used. Yeah. Man used. Ooh, I don't like man used. Anyway, (laughs) other writers, triangle writers, (laughs) attribute the events to UFOs. Mm -hmm. This idea was used by Steven Spielberg in the science fiction film Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which uh, features the lost uh, Flight 19 crew. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're abducted by aliens. Yeah. Flight 19 was one, like, plane that got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. They don't know what happened. Okay, maybe, maybe the most terrifying explanation of all is a mixture of like it's a it's science that is so crazy that it seems supernatural. I can't wait. Are you ready for this? Yes. Methane hydrates. What is it? Okay. Okay. (laughs) The presence. Of large fields of methane hydrates, a natural form of gas. Methane is just cow farts. Yep. And human farts as well. On the continental shelves, laboratory experiments carried out in Australia have proven that bubbles, methane bubbles, fart bubbles, indeed. The the earth is farting? Can sink a scale model ship by decreasing the density of the water. Wow. Any wreckage consequently rising to the surface would be rapidly dispersed by the Gulf Stream. The Gulf Stream runs right through the Bermuda Triangle, a major surface current, primarily driven by some kind of thermohaline circulation that originates in the Gulf of Mexico. It's a river that runs through the ocean. And in essence, like, like a river, it can and does carry floating objects. How would the methane in the water affect airplanes, though? This is for the ships. Okay. This is for the ships. Okay. It's been hypothesized that periodic methane eruptions... Ooh! ooh, Okay. Okay. This could also be a ship's. Sometimes called mud volcanoes. (gasps) Uh, Yeah! May produce regions of frothy water that are no longer capable of providing adequate buoyancy for ships. Wow. So they get sucked down, sometimes pop back up and taken into the Gulf Stream, and then they don't know where they are. In this case, such an area forming around a ship could cause it to sink very rapidly and without warning. So let me just go over that again. Fart bubbles that form in the ocean is a reason for the Bermuda Triangle. That's brave to say. That's what it is, man. I wish that it explained any of the plane disappearances or crashes. Well, my theory on that is, like, one notable disappearance was the USS Cyclops. Mm -hmm. That was, like, a ship. It's, like, I think... I think it's, like, the biggest U.S. Navy, like, we don't know what the fuck happened to the ship. Right. Ever. And it was departing from Barbados... There's no evidence that, like, it it was, there was no wartime activity. There was, like, nothing that could account for this. Mm-hmm. But the ship was transporting heavy loads of metallic ore. Okay. And they think that 
it, that wasn't the only ship that was like taken metallic ore through the Bermuda Triangle. They think that maybe it was just too heavy mm-hmm. for the ships, and then they sunk. But you know what? I think metal magnets. Uh oh, ley lines. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Magnets is explained. <laughs> ley lines. Magnets. Magnets in the ley lines. Magnets on the ships or you, metal. You're doing like magnets. a ley lines. You're making your hand like swim like a like a like snake a ley line a going through the earth. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's it, it, very wow. Oh, she's thrown her packet on the ground. It's over. I did it. I slammed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That thank was you. a lot thank to you. take in. I'm, it Which, was too much. What do you like best? The ghost of a body of water. Okay. A ghost near a body of water. Mm-hmm. A cloud that's a ghost. Mm-hmm. Or the Bermuda Triangle. Cloud that's a ghost. I would say the same. Yeah, cloud that's a ghost. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm picturing it almost like a like a flat gray version of uh, Mufasa in The Lion King when he appears in the sky. Yeah. Just being like... Oh, yeah. Also, I... um. We've been talking about this for so long, and we never knew the word for it. But mm-hmm. I was listening to last podcast on the left, love which them. I love, and this one's about this. Like past couple weeks have been about the Men in Black. Oh yeah, and they describe something that we've been talking about a lot, which is like a thought form energy, and it's called a tulpa. Oh, I, I know that know. word because of Twin Peaks, the Twin Peaks oh, reboot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to listen to that episode. I have it queued up. It's pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, but I, I really like can't it. can't listen tonight because I'm going yeah, to It's really scary. Um, wow. I love all those oceanic, aquatic I got a lot creatures. of soy sauce on my shirt also. Where? Look at oh, it. Oh, you can Tide Pen that. Do you Only have I had pen? one. It's all right. Well, I'm confident. I'll wash you it. can get it out. I can. Um, okay. Today, give me a ghost. I'm gonna be talking about a mysterious ailment. Oh no! Known as Cotard delusion. Oh, know I know this? this. Yeah, I thought you might. Is know it, about it okay? Can I venture a guess? Sure. Is it when you think you're dead? That's correct. Yes. <laughs> I don't know very much about oh, this. There's a lot. Wikipedia describes it as quote, also known as Cotard syndrome or walking corpse syndrome. Cotard's delusion is a rare mental illness in which the affected person holds the delusional belief that they're already dead, do not exist, are putrefying, or have lost their blood or internal organs. <laughs> in short, it centers around the victim's belief that things have ceased to exist. So just to clarify, this isn't somebody who, like, walks around with, like, really pale makeup and, like, wants no. to be dead. They fully believe. Yes, this is a person who is suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the belief that something about you has ceased to exist, whether it's, like, just a body part or your organs are gone or your blood is gone or you're dead, that's known as a delusion of negation. I was just telling you about, sorry to interrupt, but about the people, was I telling you or somebody else? I was explaining this at, I think, a barbecue and people, like, like very quickly dispersed from where I was sitting about when people are like, this arm doesn't belong to me. Yeah. I want it taken off and no oh, we were ta- yeah, we were ta- medical professional. I was with you where you were like telling somebody and they were like, what? Yeah, and I of course like wasn't reading it could social have happened cues, another time. Didn't when stop I wasn't talking there. about it. 
But, no, it's fascinating. It's their loss. Yeah. So, first reported in the 1700s, the disorder ranges from mild cases, which are characterized by despair and self-loathing. Oh, well. It's possible that we all have it. Check and check. To more severe cases characterized by intense delusions of negation, like I just described, Mm -hmm. and chronic psychiatric depression. Uh, The underlying cause for people who get this isn't understood, but it has been linked back to bipolar disorder, depression, and or schizophrenia, depending on the patient's age, but none of those are direct causes for it. Okay. Um, In more advanced cases, those experiencing the delusion of negation will begin to believe that they don't exist, either in terms of specific body parts or sometimes the whole body. And so the syndrome exists in three stages. The germination, germination stage, mm-hmm. in which the symptoms of psychotic depression appear, uh, and hypochondria. So, like, yeah, already. Yeah, there. everybody has that. Um, the blooming stage, the full development of the syndrome and delusions of negation. I don't the, like the metaphor of plants. I know. It, it <laughs> stops now because it's Ugh. the chronic stage, Ugh. which are continued severe delusions along with chronic psychiatric depression. Some of the effects of the symptoms manifest like normal depression, with noted changes in personal hygiene, ability to socialize, etc. Oh, no. Um, it can also, though, include auditory or visual hallucinations, and therefore it often has a comorbidity with schizophrenia and psychosis, though neither of those things necessarily means that somebody's going to experience delusions of negation. Do I have cotards? No, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I love life. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I am, like, extremely scared that it's going to be taken away from me at any moment. I think that's something different. I think that's anxiety. Anxiety. Yep. Okay. Um, Moving on. So there's, there have been plenty, uh, there's been plenty written about the specific issues in the brain that are thought to cause cotards, but it's still very mysterious. Like, it's, nothing has been actually proven. It's been linked to derealization, capgrass delusion. What? Yeah. What's capgrass delusion? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's a delusion in which somebody believes that the people they know have been replaced by imposters. (gasps) (laughs) That's like um, the changeling. It's, yep, it's really fucking scary. Or I think the movie's just called Changeling. Yeah. Oh my God. Or like the idea of a changeling in Irish lore. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's capgrass delusion. Oh, my God. But, like, it's been linked to those things, but not fully, like, solved. Or, like, in the parent trap. Oh, sure. But Mm -hmm. I don't think those dumb parents knew. No, they don't care about their kids. Um, oh, you're gonna love this. There's also been proof that a certain drug prescribed for shingles and chicken pox can induce cotard delusion. Stop, stop, stop it right now. What is the drug? What's the drug? I think they stopped making it. I hope they did. Um. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you just wanted to get cured of shingles, and now you think that your whole Guess family what? is I an imposter. Oh, no, that's for thinking that, that you're dead. That you yourself are dead. Yeah. You're like, well, I, my <laughs> well, shingles I is gone. Well, I don't have shingles but, anymore, but yeah. I am a corpse. The worst part is that I'm dead now. Um, the delusion is categorized in the DSM-5. Shout out to my therapist. Um, the treatment for it includes uses of antidepressants, antipsychotics, or mood-stabilizing drugs, drugs, and sometimes electroconvulsive therapy. All of this is very informative, and it's great. But I'm going to tell you some spooky cases of people experiencing this delusion. Please. So these are all from a list on mental health. Oh, my God. They're super fun. Yes. 
1788, an elderly woman was preparing a meal when she felt a draft and then became paralyzed on one side of her body. That's a stroke. Yeah. Okay. When feeling, movement, and the ability to speak came back to her, she told her daughters to dress her in a shroud and place her in a coffin. (gasps) For days, she continued to demand that her daughters, friends, and maid treat her like she was dead. They finally gave in, putting her in a shroud and laying her out so they could mourn her. Even at the quote-unquote wake, the lady continued to fuss with her shroud and complain about its color. Oh, my God. When she finally fell asleep, her family undressed her and put her to bed. And this is my favorite thing ever. After she was treated with, quote, a powder of precious stones and opium. Sure, one of them is the main culprit of the the tonic, yeah. Her delusions went away. <laughs> All I needed was some precious stones and some opium. Yeah. But honey, was don't it we the all? stones or the opium that did it? I don't know. No way to know. Uh, around the mid 1800s, a woman called Mademoiselle X, Ooh. who thought that she was condemned to eternal damnation and therefore could not die a natural death. Oh my God. He's still with me. Mm-hmm. She claimed to have no brain, no nerves, <laughs> oh my God. no chest. But no stomach and no intestines. Okay. So she thought she was immortal, didn't have those specific things. But kidneys, liver. Yeah, everything okay. else still hanging out. Spleen. But she thinks, okay, I'm immortal. She declares that she was eternal and would live forever, so she couldn't die. Okay. Well, this backfired because she died of starvation. Oh. Because she didn't eat, God. because she thought she was she immortal. Because she thought she didn't need to. Yep. Shit. And here we start getting into the more modern times. In 2008. Oh, God. New York psychiatrist reported on a 53-year-old patient, Miss Lee, who complained that she was dead and smelled like rotting flesh. She asked her family to take her to a morgue so that she could be with the other dead people. Oh, no. They called 911 instead. Yeah. Uh, She accused paramedics of trying to burn her house down but after a month or so of a drug regimen, she was released with great improvement in her symptoms. So she's fine. So she's fine. Wow. In 1996, a Scottish man who suffered a head injury in a motorcycle accident began to believe he had died from complications during his recovery. Not long after his, uh, you know, accident recovery, him and his mother moved from Edinburgh to South Africa the heat, he explained to his doctors, confirmed his belief because only hell could be so hot. Ooh. You hate to hear that. Apologies Imagine moving Africa. somewhere and being like, this is certainly hell. like, this confirms my delusion. Yeah. <laughs> In 2012, Japanese doctors described a 69-year-old patient who declared to one of the doctors, I guess I'm dead. I'd like to ask for your opinion. When the doctor, yeah, when the doctor asked him whether a dead man could speak, the patient recognized that his condition defied logic, but still couldn't shake his conviction that he was deceased. Oh my After god! After a year, his delusion passed, but he insisted on the truth of what had happened during it. He said, "Quote: Now I'm alive, but I was once dead at that time." He also believed that Kim Jong Il was a patient at the same hospital. Um, sounds sure. like there's a lot happening. A lot going on with that guy. In 2009. Belgian psychiatrists reported the case of an 88-year-old man who came to their hospital with symptoms of depression. The man explained that he was dead and was concerned and anxious that no one had buried him yet. <gasps> Sad. Aww. 
His delusions subsided with treatment. Oh, what? Just I want more specifics on the treatment. Was the treatment Did they all get the stone and opium? I mean, you should be so lucky. I mean, I hope. Those same doctors treated a 46-year-old woman who claimed to have not eaten nor gone to the bathroom in months, nor slept in years. I felt that way before, but not literally done those things. Well, this woman explained that all of her organs had rotted, that she had no blood, and that doctors who monitored her heart or took her blood pressure were deceiving her because her heart didn't beat. Look, that's just describing a bad hangover. I know, it's just like, there's no blood in me. I've said more than once that I feel like I'm stuffed with cotton. When Ugh, I feel like that. That makes me feel sick. Yeah, I don't... Although I did feel that way on Yeah, Saturday. it's bad. <laughs> After multiple admissions to the hospital and a lapse in taking her medication over the next 10 sure, months, her yeah. condition gradually improved. Well, okay. Greek psychiatrist received a patient in 2003 who believed he was literally empty-headed. Oh, no. Um, yeah, he thought that he didn't have a brain... Uh, but went back to work. Once at the hospital, he claimed that he was born without a mind, meaning that his head is empty without a brain. Um, He left against medical advice after several days and was readmitted the next year. This time he completed treatment and showed sustained improvement in a follow-up interview months later. Great. Great for him. Wow. Um, The Greek doctors also treated a 72-year-old woman who went to the ER claiming all of her organs had melted. Oh, no. Only skin remained and that she was practically dead. Oh, my God. In 2005, Iranian doctors described what may be the most unusual case recorded. Saka to me. A 32-year-old man arrived at their hospital saying that not only was he dead, but that he had been turned into a dog. (laughs) A double whammy. Oh, man. He said that his wife had suffered the same fate. Oh, my God. Was she with him? I don't think so. She probably was like, fuck it, go to the hospital yourself. Just get out of here. I'm not a dog. His three daughters, he believed, had also died and had turned into sheep. Mm. I don't understand. I do, because the dogs are shepherds to the sheep. Oh, that is smart. He said that his relatives had tried to poison him, but that nothing could hurt him because God protected him even in death. There there are those footprints There they are. Footprints in the sand. So this guy was obviously diagnosed with cotards and clinical lycanthropy. Oh. <laughs> Treated with electroconvulsive therapy, which relieved his major symptoms. Oof. Yay. And that's a little bit about so cotards. So what I'm hearing is that there's like pretty much no course of treatment for cotards. It's just like, I guess we'll try a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's like, let's give you some medicine until you feel okay and then come back once you start feeling dead again. Most of it also just sounds like, let's just give you a mind-altering thing. Yeah. And it'll alter the mind, hopefully in the way we need it to be altered. Yeah. We can't say for sure what'll happen, but you won't feel this exact same way. Wow. Ooh, you know what? I've got a real hankering (sighs) to learn more about, um, what is that one? Capgrass delusion now. I love that. But it's like, it's, that is like my worst fear. Thinking you're dead? Uh, The capgrass, is that the one with the changeling people? Yes, that's the, yeah. Like, looking at somebody right in the face. And being like, you're not my husband. Yeah. You've been changed. Yeah. It's really fucking scary, yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't like that. I really don't I'm like that. I'm also thinking It reminds of like, me of the Skinwalker thing where yes. it's like a fake person and it's yes. like something is off and I don't know what it is. Or like that ghost that becomes your friend and then it's like after a, after like you've hung out for a while, you start to notice 
but it doesn't have feet. And like it's it's like you're like wait a second, and then you suddenly see that it's obviously a ghost. Oh my god. I hate that. I hate that. I hate um, that. I hate that. Our friend, our friend Lauren, gave me a book last year um, called her. I think it's her body and other stories, and it's short stories. And there's one in it where like there's a contagious disease where people slowly disappear, oh. and like in one scene, the like you know it's these two like women and and they're like taking a nap and they wake up and like one of them realizes that like her hand is going through the other woman <gasps> and like they both wake up and are like ah and then they have to be like no you're okay you're okay it's fine it's fucking terrifying that's so sad i know it was very sad but also very scary that's really scary it's a really good book though oh god yeah oh um, i'm so unsettled by it I know. I can't not think about it. And I will remind you once again, I think, and this goes for you too, listener, you should watch The Sinner starring Jessica Biel. It is on Netflix. I will say I haven't finished the first season, but it's really fucking good. I can't wait. It's really good. I'm going to watch it right after this. I, uh, I'm going to start it right after this. I think you should, dude. I'm going to. I'm definitely going to. Also... I didn't share with our audience that I saw The Descent for the first time ever. Ooh, such a spooky Which is Which is timely because those boys are trapped in that cave in Thailand and like, that's really insane. Five. The fifth one got out this morning. I mean, I heard that news like 12 hours ago and I hope he's okay. But maybe there's even more out by now. I hope so. Um, yeah. But the fucking The Descent, man... Last time we talked about, like, a gated cave in, um... That's right. Uh, Yorktown Battlefield place in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you know what I gotta say? Like, I think I do draw the line at, like, really deep, fucked yeah. up caves. I get, um, really intense anxiety yeah. thinking about going through a tight tunnel system. There's a... Yeah. There's a classic creepypasta called Ted the Caver... That is really? about caving, obviously. So scary. And there are so many real-world stories about yeah. people. There's at least one about a guy, like a professional caver guy who got stuck. And, like, they just couldn't rescue him. So they brought his family in to, like, talk to him right before, like, he eventually died from suffocating oh in a cave. Oh, my God. And... Yeah, because, like, air doesn't go. Well, he I think this guy was stuck, like, trying to shimmy out of a tiny hole. Oh. And he got stuck with his, like, arms up upside down. Oh, my God. So fucking scary. There's one, like, gif online of a guy going up to a tiny, tiny little hole and, like, no. shimmying into it. And it makes me so goddamn no. nervous. You couldn't fucking pay me. No, I That's draw this, the line. This this Thai soccer team story has captivated me because... The, the narrowest point in this system is 15 inches, dude. I know. No part of my body would fit through it. No. No. That's it for me. No. That's it. And also, some of these boys don't know how to swim. I can't. 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 We can't. We can't. I cannot do it. We can't. But Watch the Descent is really, really, really good. I will say the sequel's not as good. Oh, I didn't know that was a sequel. Yeah. I mean, it rarely is as good. It doesn't need a one. Uh, yeah. They should never have done did that. Did I already talk about how I saw The Strangers Pray at Night? I liked it. It was good? I mean, I love Christina Hendricks. I mean, I love her too. Yeah. Who don't? And I like a classic um, 
like, you know, spooky slasher film. Did you see Unsane? No. I did. Did you like it? Um, it's scary, but more than that, it is, like, the most unsettling thing to experience, Ooh. even in, like, the beginning. Oh, I think because I Because like the whole that. thing of it is, like, you can tell by the trailer is that yeah, she's... makes you feel, like... Committed crazy. against her will. Um, did you ever see... Uh, the cure for or cure for wellness or whatever. I didn't watch it. No. Yeah, it wasn't great. And what made it worse is that there's like a lot of eel stuff in it. But I like Neil. No, but there's like he fall. He gets locked into like a deprivation chamber, like a soaking chamber, and it's like there, it's full of fucking eels. There's that's like, not sensory deprivation. That's like sensory too overload. There, too many eels. There's fucking eels everywhere. I was Yuck. just like. Yeah, okay, like, I get it. It's An electric eel is fun. A moray will get... That's scary. Well, I'm not sure what kind they used in the film, but I can tell you that, like, at a certain point, it's like, I get it with the eels. Like, yeah, everywhere he turns, there's an eel. And it's like, if you're him, don't you expect, like, okay, I'm going to run a bath, and, like, there's going to be an eel. Come out. There's going to be an eel. There's going to be one. Oh, anyway, that's really gross. I can't recommend that. We did a... Robin and I were hanging out with, like, friends... On a nice Friday night, and we almost put on the killing of sacred deer because <laughs> I love that. That's movie. what kind of like people we are. But then, of course, thank goodness we were like, we can't do this. And then we just put on what we do in the shadows instead, yeah. as we our so favorite often do. Good time flick. <laughs> so good. What's your tip this week? Oh my god, what is my tip this week? Um, if you start thinking you're dead, tell a friend or family member. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can speak a word. And, like, someone can hear you, you're probably fine. Yeah. That's um, a good way to tell. Yeah. It's a good way to tell. Ultimate way to tell. Um, Unless that person's also a ghost. Well, but then you've got a friend. Yeah, at least you're not alone. Um, what's your tip? I guess, like, uh, my tip is just to remember that you can't just assume that because something looks like something you've seen before, mm-hmm. that there's a name for it. That it is that thing. Like, for example, if you see a cloud and you think it's a cloud, that could be a ghost. Dead wrong. If you see a tree, you think it's a tree, guess what? It could be a blood tree. Mm-hmm. It could get you. Yep. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Like, and like the people near, like, on Bermuda, on, in? In? In Bermuda, <laughs> um, I have, they, they feel that it's not a cloud. Yeah, so trust I your feelings. It, trust it. them. Even if you're saying, you know, there's no way that that plant isn't a plant. You no. don't know. Your core knows. You don't know. Listen to that inside song that's telling you it ain't a, it ain't a plant. It ain't a plant. It's a, it's a ghost. Yeah. That's not a wave. A it's a haunted ghost wave. No. That's not, yeah. that's not a dog. It's a ghost dog. It's a ghost. Um, and if you ever see a gray man glide... Gray Man Glide? Gray Man Glide, my Sailor's new jazz delay. band. <laughs> what was that? Red Sky at Night. Sailor's Delight. Sailor's Delight. Red Sky in morning. the morning. Jesus is carrying you. Jesus is carrying you the whole time. Yeah. Why is there one set of footprints in the sand? Because I was gliding you along. Because a ghost was with you the whole time. It's so beautiful. Because your friend was a ghost, you didn't realize it. And those oh. are your footprints, your friend is a ghost. I do, one of my favorite things that... Zoe, my sister, has started saying to me, whenever I've like been like, oh, I'm so tired, she'll be like, get on my back. Oh, <laughs> Like, on a walk. I know. Aww. It's such a funny thing, because it's like, 
get on your back. Get on my back. A a broad-backed leathery turtle or like... Like you're a little koala. Yeah. Adorable. I love it. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. By the time this comes out, we will have had our show at Mm -hmm. Caveat, so I bet it went awesome. I bet it went awesome. Thank you all for coming out. Oh my god. Thank you. You all came in droves. And thank you to Madame Morbid for having us. Oh my god. Uh, Thank you so much. It's always an honor to be in your company. Also, we'll have some announcements hopefully coming up soon about some website updates, some general updates, some cool extra content. So remember to smash that five stars. Rate and subscribe, guys, please. We are trying to make a I guess a living? I don't know. I mean, we're trying to make a podcast. We're trying to have have some fun and honestly make you know, we're we're trying to have fun, but also be able to do it still and yeah let us keep doing this and thank you so much for listening we love you so much and we'll see you in hell bye bye